First things first, Floor, how are you? Good, very good. It's a good week. <laughs> That's very good to hear. Uh, I remember talking to you right before you went uh, and played your first solo show and there was a healthy anxiousness and yes. now it's the week of your first album release. What, yeah. what are the feelings? Well, no, no anxious feelings this time, just excitement. Okay. But that's also really because the everything towards this release has been so incredibly positive. Okay. Um, the feedback on the first singles, everything we've been kind of giving uh, in, the, in the in the last weeks of okay, the album's coming and the the excitement towards it online really seems alive and people are very positive and excited. So that really gives a very positive boost here. Yeah, well, what does that do with you? Because obviously people know you from, from all the things that you've done in the past, uh, from, from Reverb and After Forever to Nightwish. Mm. What, what is it like now that people see you for Floor? Is, it, is, that, is that different? Does it feel different? I guess in a way, no, not really, because okay. I've always been myself, in, in, mm. uh, but in a, in a band form. Uh, it's, it sounds perhaps different that it's under my name. It's now solo. Um, but yet, you know, it, it is a, it's a, still a group effort. I have mm, an sure. amazing team behind me and together we made this release possible. So in that sense, but yeah, um, I'm the engine behind this more than ever before. And that, that, that does make the feeling a bit different actually. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Do you feel more responsibility as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cause much more of the actual decision making and do's and don'ts lie uh, on my shoulders uh, by choice. It's my sure. decision. I, I, I want it like this. And I have a great team once again that helps me and advises me and sometimes, you know, really strongly recommends, mm -hmm. recommends me things. But uh, ultimately, it's my decision. And that's, um, that's definitely more exciting. And sure. you feel more. But, or, but I, I was thinking, do I feel more excited then about this release than I would be about a Nightwish release, for instance, and, and not really, because also a Nightwish release is so much of me in there. Sure. So, um, but yeah, the, the, it's an excitement on a new level. Yeah. When this project or idea for an album started, uh, I read in the bio that you kind of made a mood board and put certain things down. C yeah. Can you tell me maybe one or two things that you put on that mo mood board? Well, you know, you create a mood board to sort of give off an idea to communicate the thing that you have in your head to other people. Mm. Um, and for artwork, it could be visual, but music, it's it's really something else. And this is the first time I ever did that sure. because uh, all I really knew was what I didn't want. <laughs> so it was a mood board with a lot of, yeah, but not this and not this. And I don't want it like this. So I really wanted to do something different than metal. Uh, obviously not because I don't like metal, but... <laughs> I've been doing it. I'm already in an amazing band. We're doing everything I could have possibly dreamed of, um, playing wise, but but also musically. So something else. I'm I'm not a pop musician. I'm not a pop fan per se. I don't play much pop music. I'm I'm relatively new in the whole world. So in that mood board, I guess I just could basically say, I like the chorus of this song. Mm. Um, I like the vibe of Skunk and Nancy and energy, but it can't be too rocky. And, and yeah, so once again, with a lot of, a little bit like this, but not so much like that. A little bit filmic, but I don't want a full on Hans Zimmer kind of orchestra thing. Um, so it was a really rough outlined sketch of maybe an idea that was really hard to understand. 
Yeah, and I, I suppose as time goes on, then as you start working on it, you, you start to get closer to kind of the core of what, what it is that you want to do. Yeah. So was there a moment in the process that you thought, okay, now now we're heading in the right direction. Now I've, I've kind of figured out, not completely, but I've kind of figured out where I want to go. Um, yeah. Um, but it, it was really in steps also because okay. I, I felt quite the insecurity about my own songwriting skills where I really felt like I've been to keep, you know, I kept my development there on the vocal end. I did not really do that on the songwriting end. Mm. Um, it's very comfortable to be in a band with a maestro like the Wilmots. <laughs> but that also means, you know, the standards, it's really, really high. I have an amazing, deep respect for, for his skills. And I, I kind of felt like, yeah, next to him, I, I yeah. <laughs> And from there, I barely dare to, to come with ideas because they're so incredibly basic. But if I'm to if I'm going to do something more basic, that's actually good. But but I felt okay. What's good then? So it's not great to start with insecurity. So I had mm. to really find that, and I had great help with Joost from the book sure. as we started writing, and we came up with songs that I personally really like, but we're not really it yet. They, they, since we're both metalheads, mm. it was too close still to being metal. It was sort of metal without it being metal. And it was somewhere in the middle and um, I was really searching for, for a sound. I really needed feedback in that and that didn't come back very positively. Like if you really want to find that sound, you might need to work with somebody else. Not sure. that Yost isn't good enough. I mean, he's an amazing person and producer, songwriter, everything. But for the goal that you're, you're having, um, and that's when I started talking to Gordon Grothedde, mm. a Dutch producer who um, I knew from the After Forever days. So he right. also has a you know one leg still in the rock and metal side. We worked together on the last After Forever record, um, and so we kind of had for like 13 years to catch up <laughs> on. And then it was like I'm looking for this sound. I have this mood board, which is my super vague mood board, <laughs> and a whole bunch of sound songs that isn't quite it. We talked for a bit and. Uh, we hung up and said, let's let's cook up a plan. And let's say a week later, he called me back. He said, after our talk, this song keeps coming back that I wrote with and for another artist that I just want to play for you to see if that could be something in the direction you were thinking of. And that song was Storm. Okay. And when I heard it, it was like, yes. The first time I felt like, yeah, actually. Um, and from there came the idea just to record it with my voice, just to see how it would sound like in that kind of style. And it worked so incredibly well that we talked with the artist where the song was written with and for, so could we possibly have that song? <laughs> and that was possible. Very good. Uh, and so not a song written by myself, but definitely something I could 100% identify myself with mm. also lyrically. Because like, okay, that was a start. And from there we could start writing. And the first thing we did was fire which immediately felt like yes and from there you know the whole ball started rolling and my confidence started growing as mm. i felt like okay yeah with gordon by my side and also about to hardy who came in also sure. fire and a few other songs it really felt like yeah um they really know what they're doing but actually i do too <laughs> and that felt really really good yeah yeah kind of a reassurance that's very absolutely yeah and gordon is a very interesting character i suppose because he's worked with such a broad spectrum of artists and, yeah. and he knows so much uh within that so yeah 
having those two guys and then yours as well obviously uh, kind of help you uh, along the way yeah. what what have you figured out about kind of pop music in in a sense and then how you use use your because from somebody who's who doesn't know any, anything about vocalists mm-hmm. it feels like metal is a lot more challenging but perhaps maybe that's not the case no it is not the case funny enough um because a song like Storm, for instance, once again, that one, it's extremely difficult to sing. Mm. Um, but that might also be because I come from this metal end where I'm, I'm you know, there's that's a lot of space to open up fully and bah, give it all. But it's almost harder, especially on the high notes, to give that energy without giving it all. Mm. Um, you know, you don't want to make it too heavy and too rough or, or big yet. And the, the step right before makes it, for me at least personally, a whole lot harder to mm-hmm. sing. And there are more moments on this album where um, I'm dynamically building up, but right before able to give it all, I'm in these in-between steps, but it's already pretty high and intense. That's a definite challenge for me there. And the challenge within pop music that I realize is that the structure, it's, let's say, limited mm-hmm. compared to, to, to metal. I don't feel like I have to conform myself to a certain format, but the songs usually are a whole lot shorter. Sure. There's a verse, there's a chorus, there's a verse. Hopefully you can do a bridge based not on the chorus, <laughs> but something else. And there's some time for things to happen. I saw an amazing interview with Sting about it, yeah. who loves bridges. If it's used, you know, <laughs> musically and into, yeah, then it's so nice to get reintroduced back into the song and yeah. But uh, often in pop songs, they are even based on the, the same chord progression sure. as, in the, as in the chorus. And that's it. Maybe you do a modulation, so the chorus comes back in a little bit higher. Jeez, that's limited. How do you make a song interesting in such a... And, you know, you, you can kick it and say, yeah, but it should be more. And, hey, I come from a different background, so I'm just mm-hmm. going to not do it. But how do you actually make it interesting then? Right. And how do you write a lyric where you tell your whole story, really come to the point in just a few words? Right. I, you know, I, you can already hear me when I talk. I like to kind of <laughs> take my time <laughs> and I'm very descriptional. But now I have just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that, that was an absolute challenge for me. And then getting those thoughts out, because you mentioned Storm and, and it's... Uh... Well, the, the line I wrote down from that song is, I won't give up. It's, mm-hmm. So it's a very uh, affirming song. It's very uh, empowering. Like, okay, life might be difficult at times, but I'm not going to let it uh, get me down. Yeah, true. And obviously you had some some interesting or difficult moments in the past couple months uh, to a year. Yeah. How much of that kind of flowed into the album once, you, once that, that floodgate opened and you started writing? Well, I mean, everything that was written for the album was written before okay. uh, me getting sick. Uh, Storm was written by somebody else. Sure. So her, the, those words were, I didn't change a single word on them right. because I, c- I could really feel them. I could really relate to them. I put them in, for, I see them from a mental health perspective where, you know, you, there's so many people struggling with that. Sure. And, uh, and just to find confidence in yourself and accept yourself for who you are and find power from that and, and say, I am that storm. I, you know, even if there's chaos in me and, uh, you know, there, whatever there might be the reason, it's okay. I love that about that song. Um, but, and, and there are more empowering songs on the album. Sure. I mean, Fire was written during the pandemic when it was still not, nothing was really happening. There was always a little hope, mm. which was almost the worst of it all. <laughs> the hope given and taken away, given, taken away, 
time after time, you're going to go on tour. No, you're not. We're going to do more shows than 10. No, you're not. No, you're going to do one, you do one show only. Just the constant of that was the worst of it all. And that, and that put a lot of my, my anger and frustration in that into fire. Like, okay, can we please <laughs> light our lives back up? Um, where, where a song is Invincible was written when I was asked to do the Invin uh, Invictus Games mm, right. here in the Netherlands, which eventually never took place because I got double booked on the Nightwish end, um, which is a total luxury problem. But while I was thinking of doing that, I loved the idea of singing for veterans and that inspired me to write the song, which then got, you know, much broader. It's, it's for everyone who, who comes back from uh, a traumatic or heavy event that's life-changing. And that eventually happened to me. So when sure. I sing Invincible now, I sing it really different mm. from a much more personal perspective as when I wrote the song, because then I thought of other people. And now I think of me when I sing it. And that's yeah, it's interesting. I could have written that song much later yeah <laughs> and then what i find it just as you mentioned is very very empowering and then uh kind of the overall themes on the album are empowering are life affirming are, are powerful um and, and you yourself i mean you have never been shy about mentioning uh kind of the, the burnout you you went through and kind of struggling with mental health in that regard yeah so what does what role this is a very convoluted way to get to a very simple question. Uh, what role does music play for you kind of in terms of mental health and in terms of kind of your happiness? Oh, massively. I mean, it's my ultimate um, way to express myself and um, letting everything that's in the outside out through my voice, through the singing, but also definitely through writing. Uh, even though I've been fine for 10 years and Nightwish not writing, right. it's, I, I realized how nice it is to put things out like that mm. and to add even more of my, my personal touch to lyrics. And yet again, I've never missed it in Nightwish because I, I can totally relate to whatever Tuomas is writing, which has always been amazing because he can write something down. It's like, yes, yes, wow. <laughs> uh, totally beautiful. But there is something else to also writing it yourself and, and giving that personal touch. Um, but just through through singing and through art, it's it's always been my my way of expressing myself. And throughout the years, it seemed to have also inspired many others. Mm. And uh, and I realized that now more also by writing lyrics. Like it would be wonderful. I can write something down that I want to get off my chest. That hopefully lands with somebody else in a in a very empowering way or inspiring way or. Yeah, more, yeah, really empowering. Like, I, I can I relate to this. Oh, if you can do it, maybe I can do it. That's also why I am quite open in, in my downs, because internet sometimes seems a world of only perfect. Right. And oh, look at my life. But yeah, sometimes it sucks and, and it's also okay. And I think more and more of this openness and awareness is seeping through the cracks of the fake. And the, and the polished shiny, and I think that's super important to yeah, no, keep I, that coming. I, I think it's definitely important that somebody of, of your stature, who from the outside looks like, okay, she's got everything, she, she can sing like nobody's business, and then she has everything in the world. So to, to, to hear that people like you struggle as well, I think that's very helpful. Yeah. And you can see that uh, in the comments that you get on social media or whatever, people are so supportive. I, it's really nice to see that, that that community, I mean, the internet yes. is horrible, but that... Oh, no, but not always. Yeah, exactly. But it, you know, it, so often it seems like, you know, when humanity can be very negative about mm. humanity, which is which is a pity because I think we have 
plenty of rotten apples in a very big basket of sure. good though and and it's it's a shift of if you, you know it's you can choose what you want to see and unfortunately much in the news and also on the social media is very negative it will highlight the negative but it, you can also choose to not see that only and focus on the good things too mm. if you can if you could only read one good and what good one bad thing you know that uh, this guy planted a whole a new forest throughout his lifetime mm. versus uh, terrible news from children in Yemen. It, it doesn't change the news in Yemen, but it gives you a better view of the world because there is a lot of good in it. And, and I fortunately feel a lot of love from the social world, from, from my fans and, and followers and, and uh, floor worlders. I have a whole community <laughs> where, where people are, are like a member and we're with this world. And, and that's super nice. And I actually have a great life. That's, mm. that's a little bit where Paragon's about. Like, shit, you know, there are so many things that I, I dreamt of that I made come true. <laughs> That, that it didn't just happen, I worked for it, but I, I had luck too. Uh, I was just lucky to, born, to be born in this age. <laughs> I'm, I'm lucky to be born in the Netherlands. And I had a lot of things working for me. And sure, there are bumps on the road, like everybody has. And I just want to share them because we have them and everybody has them. Mm. And then it's a matter of how you deal with them. Um, but in an overall, damn, I'm a very lucky lady. And... Uh, uh, and I'm really proud of the things that has happened to me. That's a lot what comes back in this album. That's where Paragon is a title stands for. And the song My Paragon really comes out. It's like, you know, I had a lot of dreams and one day I'm going to do this and one day. But one day is today. That's what's back in the lyric. I'm already there. There's so much that happened in my life that I'm grateful for uh, on my career and on my so per personal life. But even in, you know, how I developed myself, the struggles I had as a younger me that are already easier because I'm getting to know myself better and um, and that it's okay in that respect to sometimes take a little moment to reflect and then say shit you know actually there's always the next thing there's always the next dream there was always something you could have done better but just take a moment to accept yeah I really appreciate what you what you've achieved and who you are and maybe even pat yourself on the shoulder and say well done that is something I have not done enough and I hope to inspire others to do more often too. I think those are beautiful words. So Flor, thank you so much thank for you. your time as yeah. always. You too. It's wonderful. <laughs>